they're Nazis. Big fucking shock. Yeah. Like, they're not only Nazis, they're Nazis that won. So they're even worse. Are you ready for episode 101 of No Crisis Yet? I am. Remember we used to have notes for this show? I know. Yeah, I, I found I found them <laughs> crumpled up in backpacks and we were, I was like putting the whole fucking recording set up in a backpack. I have a red post-it note with four right. names written on it. It That's, feels weird to be back um, from the video plane. Yeah, the video plane was weird. Um, I didn't like uh, how I looked and sounded, but I, I had fun watching no, it. No one <laughs> likes how they look or sound, Ben. <laughs> Only like, that, just, that just means you're not uh, a complete narcissist. I guess, yeah. Like, was, I loved how I looked on the screen. I was like, okay, all right. You know, once I kind of like sit back on the couch, I look a little relaxed, but I felt like bunched up a lot and some other stuff. But, you know. I, thought, was, I my, thought it was fun. But I, mean, I, I enjoyed what we played. I yeah. thought I actually played Hitman pretty well. <laughs> I, be I, honest with so. you. I, I enjoyed <laughs> the... Except for the part where I failed horribly at the end. But the uh, other things I pulled <laughs> off, which... I I don't even really like I was so much in the like, oh, God, don't fail this. Yeah. The there's a bit where I like hide from some guys in some bushes and got away for a way that I've never like that. that I couldn't have planned that better. Right. Um, uh, I very much enjoyed. I was like, I hope Operation Flashpoint looks as ridiculous as I remember. And I, when you see that mesh like yes. scrunch up on oh, itself, so I was like, good. OK, perfect. That yeah. translates to the screen really well. Yeah, that was really. Uh, also, was our production values of the transitions, not to toot yeah. our own horn, Ben. They look good. It's fine. I've, if we, s- I've seen significantly worse streams from oh, people yeah, who get sure. money for that shit. Um, holy shit. Did you see that guy break down his Twitch income? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Disguised Toast, I think. Good name. Which he's like one of the top 10 streamers on Twitch and like uh, must be making something like $17,000, a month. Really crazy shit. Oh. But he just breaks it all down and he wasn't like bo- like boasting. He was just like, all right, like, you fuckers want to know. Works. Like huh. everyone told me not to do this. Here's what I'm making. Um, if he if he is if he is talked into playing a game he doesn't like mm-hmm. by a publisher, he charges upwards of $10,000 an hour <laughs> to play the fucking game. And I was just like... I. God, we're on the fucking deep. Uh, that's like the weirdest timeline. On the one hand, no, there's no other one hand. That's just exploitation. But that's what he said. He was just like, I mean, if the game's shitty enough, I don't like it. I will charge them fucking an arm and a leg. Right, and hopefully they'll go find someone else who does enjoy it, or they won't bother. Who knows? But man, man anyway, what a fucking weird thing. That that's is. insane, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we did it. I thought it was fun, but. Um, yeah. And maybe we do more in the future at some point. Clearly, the setup I, you set up where it worked very well. So I'm very happy with the lighting because it looks like I just wanted it to look flat, like yeah. daytime TV. So yeah. you'd see there wasn't like it was, looked like they weren't crouched in the shadows. Right, like, right. And I think that translates. Um, we used a webcam, so that's why. Yeah. Like, no. but it was such a yeah, small exactly. part. It doesn't Most fucking of the time matter. It was in the corner, so yeah. it didn't matter. But. Um, I thought it was a good stream. I did too. We did for like two hours, 50 minutes. Or yeah. I mean, <laughs> roughly like 50 the, minutes. The YouTube archive is like four hours, but that's because there's it's, the preamble right. hour or whatever. But yeah. It went by quick. It did. Like, I couldn't believe how fast it was. Like, maybe we can keep this an hour. And I was like, fuck no. no. Dude. Like, I play this shit. Um, so you want to wrap up 2018? Huh? Yes. Yeah. It's the only time we're going to have a chance to do it since it's the first week of 2019. And so I think we're going to try to talk about shit that we that we liked that like that we didn't necessarily spend a whole lot of time talking about yeah because like you know i think probably i looked at my my the games i played this year and if if to if to rank them i would put probably red dead at my my top i i, I it's a game that i have strong feelings in both camps about like there are parts of it that really i was frustrated with and there are parts of it that are moments that i definitely remember sticking out 
of the year. Yeah. And the lead up to it and the, you know, the weeks after when it was in the lead up to it was obviously the hype and also the, the rockstar, uh, work stuff, which I thought was interesting at least to, to think back on. And then, then the week after when everybody was like, what the fuck is this thing? Like it was so the most obstinate big budget game I've ever played. And like, I I thought that was really fascinating. It was bizarre to me in that, like it was a game that I have not since I was, in my early twenties, was like I gotta, I gotta fucking, I'm gonna spend all weekend yep. playing this, and yep. I did. Um, but it, I was not as fucking hyped up for Red Dead as I was for, let's say, Zelda, right? Breath of the Wild, That's right? Two and, years, and that was right? the, like, I get the other thing when I looked at my list is I couldn't think of anything that I would put up against near and that the from from last year. Like last yeah. year was so strong. Wait, we're saying 2017, 2017, right? 2017. 2017. Uh, for that year. Those two games specifically stood out as like two of my favorites of all time at this point, and I, it's probably the I best. don't have anything this year that I could put on that pencil. No. I don't think Red, Red Dead is it, it is crazy, and we've talked yeah. way too much about it, so I don't want to focus on yeah. it. But like, it, it was the biggest video game event of the year, right? Yeah. It, it, Pretty it, much, absolutely, yeah. And so it, it was this just festival of excess. And everyone so was talking ways. about it. it was, yeah. Everyone was it, talking. It's about one of those epoch moments where every, everybody's kind of focused on a single thing, which doesn't happen. I mean, it happens in video games often enough, but it's even in larger culture, it doesn't happen the, very often. Right. So it's always fascinating when something the, like that. Happens. The naive hope is that between that and Zelda, yeah. The next generation of games is like, all right, it's it's going to be immersive. Not yeah. immersive Sims, no, but, but immersive on at least approaching that level. Yeah, we're going to start moving away from prescribed lists of things to do and yada, yada, yada. Which, so. which is not to, you know, I I did buy Titanfall 2 uh-huh. and Andromeda oh, man. for $3. Titanfall 2 so good. I know, so I'm going to play that. I'm going to try to, and I still have to beat Doom. You bought me Doom. I I feel huge remorse that I have not it's a beaten very good it. Game. 20, um, one of 2016's best games. I, I just... 2016, yeah. Yeah, 2016, holy shit. Um... So, I, I have things ahead of me, but mm. focusing on last year, Red Dead was this huge, massive thing. Yeah. And like you said, a week after, it was just like, what What the fuck is this thing? What and is then, this? Yeah. I don't know, did you see Nakey Jakey's breakdown of it? Do you watch Nakey Jakey at all? Don't. <laughs> I, he's not for everyone. Uh-huh. He sits on a yoga ball and wears white Reebok with white sweatpants, and cool. he just kind of does really long video essays. He does a lot of, whatever, I'll send it to you. Cool. It's yes. a good essay. It's an essay about, like... GTA 3 versus, not, this isn't the whole essay, but it's mm. about, we're going to give you the, Zelda was, we're going to give you the tools, and you you decide how you're going to do this. Yeah. Red Dead is, we're going to give you all these tools, but you can't use a single fucking one, because <laughs> right. if you walk down this alley, dude, it's over. Wrong alley. And yeah. it's a great essay. Um, I will send it to you. But yeah. if you want more, if you want to... If, I would just really spend this hour doing that yeah. if I want to do a post-mortem on the game. But yeah, but we did save that. It. We already yeah. did that. We already fucking did the whole thing. So, Red Dead, good on you. Way to be a very expensive, overstuffed, but a kind of amazing thing. Yeah, I cannot fucking believe Fallout seventy six mm. has been cut in price so fucking quickly. I absolutely can. I know you can because you... that game should have never, ever, ever, ever launched at sixty dollars. It's insane that they, they, thought, got, they, 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 they well. thought they could get away with it, and they kind of did. I mm-hmm. mean, I think we'll see how it turns out as far as sales because Fallout four and three are big fucking games. They yeah. sold <laughs> a very like. But also, compared to Skyrim, I don't think either one of them be Skyrim. So, what was Skyrim? Do you Skyrim know? over its lifetime is something probably like thirty million, it's or close something? to thirty, Some if fucking not insane over number. That. Maybe oh. if you factor in the Amazon Echo version. Um, oh fuck off! Get out of here. <laughs> but I mean, it's just like PC, Switch, Xbox 360, and PS4. I bet it sold at least thirty million copies. That game Jesus is dinosauric. Like just the amount of it, it, even compared to. You know, Rockstar and Nintendo are kind of the only other, like, and Blizzard are kind of the other companies that reach that level of, like, 
Oh, Mario Kart 8? Yeah, that sold 45 million copies, like, on the Wii U or something. No, that's not true. Twenty. But, so, mm? the estimates. Okay. Yeah, I was right. So, the estimates say about 30 million. All right. That's fucking wow, insane. I'm fucked that I'm able to guess that, kind of. <laughs> I, need, nail it. I need another hobby. <laughs> Jesus. So, my question is... Yeah. And this is a whole other episode. Yeah. I, I know we're trying to, like, keep it light and get through... Well, but- Fallout 76 is a weird, like, flashpoint for 2018 in so far that it's a massive franchise absolutely fucking face-planning. Just lost, dude. They just lost the thread on it. Like, Yeah, and it's like, if I get the... I really... I always like to catch this, and, like, I I hope developers want to do different things. Bethesda has been making the same goddamn game since Oblivion, and I respect the idea that they wanted to take that and fuck around with it. Sure. But they just basically fucked around with it and then put it out for $60 and we're like, ah? Like, they sh- if they fucked around, they're like, hey guys, we got multiplayer working on Fallout 4 engine and then made that early access lawyer. We're going to build this out. We don't know what it's going to be. That would have been a better that pitch. That would have been fine. For 30 bucks? Absolutely. Fine. 30, 40, whatever. I mean, there's a fair amount of like written content and new art in there. I can give them that. But. Kind, kind of though? Like, just, how many assets, how many common assets are there between 4 and 76? Uh, probably, like, 60, 70% let's, of it, let's, honestly. Let's give, them, let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say that it's 50%. Like the terrain map is definitely new, uh, but it's true. A lot of the buildings I recognize from Fallout 4. Um, so my question... Even the build, yeah, even the structures are from so Fallout 4. For me, the question... First off, this is the first fucking Fallout game that I've felt absolutely... Besides tactics, probably, right. and the PS2 hack Brother and slash. Steel, yeah. Um, that I have felt absolutely... N- not even brought up the store screen. Yeah. I haven't even done that. I'm just like, nah. nah. Like, I just don't feel this at all. Yes, and, and I, would, I, would, I would advise that for most anyone. And even further than that, I said, for over Christmas, I took a vacation for Christmas. Yeah. It was dope. I said, I'm going to put another 65 hours. Yeah, let's say 65 hours into Fallout 3 again on Hardcore Survival. Yeah, four, you mean. Yeah, sorry, four. Yeah. Um, and I, minute to minute, was like, this... I just kept because we talked about it before. We went out for drinks, and yeah. I just was like, I can't picture this game without fucking bats, and I can't picture this game without Nick Valentine, kind of like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like, like I just big parts of what Fallout are are gone from that game, and I mean, and I th- get. Th- let's it, be clear. This yeah. is we don't. I don't think you and I look at this as a Fallout Five. No, people are no, losing no. their fucking shit this over, it, and I'm like, a, you guys need to. Fucking this is a spinoff. Out. This is like yes. Brotherhood of Steel yes. or or Tactics or whatever. It, it is a take the brand that you know people will buy shit from. Uh, which wasn't Fallout back when those two games came out, but now definitely is because Bethesda has made Fallout a huge franchise. Um, take that, put the name of the thing people recognize because it does have the window dressing of Fallout. It has the music, it has the look, it has the retro future, whatever. But like it, it, every other gameplay part of Fallout except for shooting things is basically absent. Yeah, um, which is. It's interesting because in some ways you can see like, all right, well, they started going this way with Fallout 4. Fallout 4 was the first game Bethesda ever made that was like, hey, you remember all that shit we put in all our games? There's a use for it now. Because like there was the junk. Yeah. And there was the shit. The the trash gun in Fallout 3 was probably the only other time I think (laughs) they had a use for that shit. Uh, I mean, there were there were recipes, but they were so like restrictive. Like Elder Scrolls does a better job of using the shit. As like other stuff, uh, sure. You can craft with it and some other things. We're also gonna put all those cabbages and cheese wheels. Exactly. Yes. Uh, and you know, having a house to decorate and yeah. actual society existing. Certain things make that universe more palatable for that thing they've been doing since Morrowind, which is like 
everything on this table is an individual object with physics and weight and yada, yada, yada. Uh, and then finally in Fallout 4, they're like, okay, we figured out something to do with this, and it's an extensive weapon and armor crafting system. Um, and you used it a lot in Fallout 4, uh, as far yes. as I remember. Yes. Um, oh, I've, I've been using it, Ben. Yeah, and I'm sure you use it even in more survival, in survival It's mode. fucking amazing. Um, but so Fallout 76 kind of goes like, hey, what if we just did that? Like, we took that and blew it out even further to the point where... You know, we have we have uh, hunger and thirst, which are minor. They're like yeah, but it, but also weapon durability returns, yeah, right? Weapon durability <laughs> really returns uh, in a horrible like it's it just it's the thing where you shoot a gun six times like System Shock Two, and it's like oh, it's broken, awesome. Like yeah. if there's any complaint anyone ever had about System Shock Two, it was fucking that, and they didn't learn that like over a decade later. <laughs> but either way, uh, the idea of taking the systems that they built on top of Fallout Four and making a game more based around that and the base building also, which is the other big thing Fallout 4 introduced. And just spinning that out into its own sandbox, essentially, and being like, hey, we got 25 people on a server working, and 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 but past that, it feels like the design doc got to the, like, and then everybody gets into the big world, and then you turn the page and it's blank. Like, there's no idea of what to do. Yeah, but not even, but this is the whole thing, is that Rust, Rust could do that because it was fucking Rust. Yeah, There exactly. is no, you don't need a story. And the story the is thing completely player-driven. So much of Fallout 76's reaction, like, even preemptive reaction to, like, we're making it online, is to go, like, oh, but don't worry, no one can fuck with you, because uh, PvP is basically non-existent. There's no point to doing PvP at all. You get right. caps, which are kind of useless. Uh, the, the, you are highly penalized if you engage in PvP. You appear on the maps for everyone to see you, yada, yada. There's just no reason for there to be player versus player interaction. But they still kind of left it in there. It's this weird thing because, yeah, what makes uh, something like Rust work is that emergent shit that but happens. It, but with no, there's no expectation in Rust except that you know some guy's going to run yeah. up with a little sensor bar over a dick and he's going to fucking hit you with a torch or a rock yeah. and whatever. Or, you know, the whole K-pop drama that I went through, that guy built the wall or that right. clan built the wall. I was like, holy shit. They're yeah. just fucking blowing up houses to build the wall. And... They're great stories, yeah. but it, Fallout 76 doesn't even give you that to do. Like, and that's the thing, because th what they pitched it as when they went out and said, oh, but it's Fallout with everything you still remember. It's just all the story is going to be player-generated. And it's like, you can't have a player-generated story if you don't put force players together. And the best ways to do that are like public events, which Destiny does, or uh, instances and raids and yada yada, which they don't have any of that shit. The best thing they do have is they have public events, but the map is massive. It's four times right. the size of Fallout 4. It is, so you can only have 25 people per server because they barely got that thing to work. Right, 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 um, right. Like, it should be at least 32 or more than that. But regardless, and then when the public events pop, they pop multiple times all over different corners of the map. So there's no, if you've played Destiny, you've played Destiny. Yes. The yeah, public yeah, events yeah. are kind of genius because they are in the tunnel on the way to things. So, like, sure. all the levels in Destiny are essentially, like, paths they're not like big open spaces they have paths and branches and yada yada and if you're walking to a mission or riding your sparrow or whatever there's a fucking good chance you're going to run across a public event that's going on and you're going to be like well i could get an ingram why not and you jump off and do it and there's other people that do the same thing um that never happens in fallout 76 because it's so spread out the one thing that would potentially bring people together to be cool to each other or to be shitheads to each other doesn't fucking work and they said, even when they were making Fallout 4, that they took a lot of cues from Destiny, just in the shooting feel yeah. and also the, the the repeatable loop. That's what they went for with that game, with Fallout 4. And it works. It does work. Uh, it largely, in Fallout like, 4. The idea of going out and just scavenging and then coming back and making stuff out of that, that's largely what 76's loop is. But the problem is, 
on top of the game being broken in myriad different ways, which is a Bethesda thing, it, there's just, I don't know, there's just like the, f once you get to the point, it's like, all right, I'm building stuff, but for what? Like, Destiny has a reason for why you're building those weapons or whatever. You have raids, you have missions, you have strikes, you have multiplayer, you have all this stuff to do with the stuff that you make. And all you do in Fallout 76 is make the stuff to go out to be able to make more stuff, to be able to make more stuff. And yeah. eventually you get the nukes. You can nuke an area, which basically just changes the, uh, the, the like, the lighting. <laughs> Essentially, like, it, it, sure. it spawns some high-level monsters, which are just dragons. And you go and you shoot them, and it's terrible because it's just bullet sponge enemies, which Bethesda, for some reason, still has not quite figured out. That's why people don't like that style of like, you know, when, when the division and borderlands and a lot of other games and destiny started making yep. shooters that are also RPGs, they figured out pretty quickly that if you shoot an enemy like 20 times and they don't die, that's a shitty shooter. It doesn't matter if you explain it away by like, Oh, it's dice rolls or whatever. People don't like playing those games. They're not fun. Right. <laughs> and that's why people hated the shooting in fallout three and, and new Vegas is because it was very based on stats more than it was on, I'm pointing my cursor at something it shoot it that, uh, Destiny is great because basically everything that spawns for you is for your level. So everything you're fighting is going to be a baseline of difficulty. And yeah. headshots are super satisfying in that game. They literally have fireworks. Like, it is just like they, they figured out what makes shooting feel good and then built an RPG. This game feels like, well, we have this RPG framework. Let's continue to kind of try and bend it into a shooter, which is what they started doing with Fallout 4. And now that all that's left in Fallout 76 is shooting... They don't really have anywhere to go. They, just, they, they hit a dead end, basically. They were yeah. like, oh, this is an interesting direction, and then there's a stone wall. And they just hit it, and they're like, I, we can't actually do anything with this because our engine can't handle more than 25 people because it'll just catch on fire. Yeah. And I, we're not multiplayer designers, clearly. <laughs> like, that's the other problem. I, so my question is, is this just a board-approved decision to be like, we need, we need some product that we fills live the live game? game. Yeah. Right? It that's, has to be. That's ultimately, I've gotten down many avenues of like, oh, they're experimenting. And like, there are parts where I can see that. But at the end of the day, the way they sold this thing, the fact that one of the only things consistently worked in that game is the fucking microtransaction shop. Uh, the fact they sold a $200 version of it. And on and all they talk about now is what's coming up. Whoa, the vaults. Oh, the faction warfare, whatever. <sighs> and it just feels so calculated to be like, oh, this is going to be a destiny for us. And, and to see not only that, but to see several other developers have a destiny like on dock. EA's got at least one with Anthem. And then they had the Star Wars one. And Bungie's not going to stop making Destiny, or at least Activision's not going to let him. Um, <laughs> so, because they're, yeah. they're still in their fucking 10 year contract. Get back or in the tank and build us another Go one. Get more fucking Ingrams. We need more. Jesus. What is it? Silver is the paid currency in that game? Yeah. Anyways. Um, but yes, it feels cynically and also just empirically, it feels exactly like that. It's just like we had to get this thing out for the holiday to sell big fucking pre orders. Bethesda hasn't shipped a game in since Fallout 4. Um, and that now has become, for these, even these big publishers, because this has been what's happened with Blizzard, too, is this idea of, like, oh, you have to ship something every two or three years, or you have to have something that bridges the gap. Yeah. Like, the idea being the only way you can make something as indulgent as Red Dead is if you have something like GTA Online to re rely on. Feels like it's the kind of rule of the land at this point. Have you been following anything with the, not to drastically change gears, but this is the same thing, uh, of, like, <laughs> of, like, having two fucking, we, we gotta have a live game, we gotta have a live game. Yeah. Apparently, Artifact is not... Getting traction? Have you seen anything about that? Yeah. It yeah, kind of like fell I, out of the top 100 games played or something. It doesn't surprise me in what I've seen of it is that it looks incredibly fucking complicated. Like the thing about uh, Hearthstone is you can look at it, have someone explain it to you in about yeah. five minutes. Easy <clears> enough. <throat> Numbers on the cards. 
blah, blah, blah. Like, it, it is a card game. CCG has all the, like, counters and rock, paper, scissors stuff, but it doesn't have this just, like, massive depth. And, like, from what I've heard from people who even play CG, uh, uh, CCGs is the thing about Artifact is not only is it, like, it costs a fair amount. Yeah. Uh, you know, you pay 30 bucks for the base game. To well, get there's a no, and there's competitive no... deck, you need yeah. about 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah. And then to play any matches where you keep cards, you're always paying money for those matches. Right. And there's there's no advancement if you are not paying. Exactly. Correct, right? Yeah. So, so you can definitely play against people and have a decent time for, for the entry price. But, like, to build a deck, to compete, to get cards, all that stuff, you're going to spend more money. So that's, I think, fairly unattractive to people, just that model. And I totally agree. I, I hate the stream trading cards when they were fake bullshit. And I, <laughs> I hate them even more now that they are uh, like could become a fucking foil black lotus like fucking crazy thing hasn't happened yet but i've seen what happens with with hats and csgo skins so i'm assuming the same thing I'm will happen so fucking curious like they're, they're going to pull it out but right? just looking at the game i cannot understand it and like i yeah. am not a ccg expert but a lot yeah, of also, games, you're, not, you're not a dota guy though and also that but it's it is three lanes like a yep. dota game you're managing three different play fields at the same time uh, so you're not just countering one card because Hearthstone is this card versus this card. Yep. Boom, off the board. Right, next right. card comes up. Uh, <laughs> from what I can see from Artifact, it's this card, this card, this card, this card, this card, this card, and that's like basic. I don't even know if like tapping or other things come into effect because it's designed by the guy who did Magic. So I assume there's all sorts of other stuff. Sure. Uh, so it just seems like an incredibly high barrier to entry. Not only is it it's a, a literal pay-to-win game in a lot of ways, but also it's a very complicated card game. Um, why Why do they even bother making games? Because like, why they have bo- the Steam why? Marketplace to sell little pieces of shit, so they need right. to make a game around that, and they finally did. No, I mean, they, but they, they don't even have to. They could just, they could just sit yeah. on that fucking revenue and forever be well, fine. And every fucking day of this holiday sale, they've given us a bunch of shit to trade on that fucking marketplace. <laughs> so it's like... Obviously, this is where their minds are at because every sale for the last four or five years has been focused on why. Why even have holi- develop- holiday knickknack badges and right. all this other? Why shit. even have developers at this point? Just have people that run the fucking store. You're not this a is, game company this is anymore. Probably why a lot of the people who wrote their real yeah, video are games left. <laughs> like what? And it makes me happy that Campo Santo seems like it's in a bubble and does not get affected by that, and they're still making a game. That looks very cool. We'll and, see. And hopefully it sounds like at least the way they say it is that they've been able to ramp up the scope of that game a lot more because of where they're at. Uh, I am anticipating that game a lot. I is just, that a game or is it a walking simulator? Well, if it's like Firewatch, it's both. <laughs> but either way, I, mean... I am into playing another game from that, <laughs> that team for sure. Uh, I like the team. I don't know that firewatch for me like artistically it's brilliant yeah and I stuff, but i the other thing is i mean the setting of this one the like valley of the kings in the 1930s is which is fa- so yes, much more it is, interesting it is than, totally like than the two people in the firewatch yes. which ended up being what good because of the the like quality of the voice acting and the dialogue but the question of like did the fi- did the forest part need to exist at all maybe not who knows they could have just been in those towers the whole time it could have been a game yeah. jam game in some ways when you think about it, if you reduce it down to what worked in that game. Um, so, but the idea that they were leaning on a character who wasn't, yeah, n- not a voiced character. And like, you, yeah. if you don't feel, whatever. Yeah, not it, to, it, yeah, it, there are certainly flaws of Firewatch. I will not. Deny I that, pray to but, God that they, uh, but can either stay way, in their bubble and, can, and produce yes, it. Considering like, they're the only studio there or in, uh, affiliated with Valve that's actually making a game for people who don't play Dota, that's good i guess but like what just i again why even have a valve game development team at this point because all you are doing is fucking hat games (laughs) like posturing i don't know like maybe they're gonna make more games at some point but it it 
seems pretty bleak, honestly. And and Artifact seems like if that's what they've spent the last three or four years working towards, then that tells you all you need to know, which is that yeah. they are building around their marketplace more than they're building around. I mean, and especially, I mean, I don't know. We both watched the no clip documentary about Half-Life. Yeah. So yeah. obviously like I'm, I have a more, I have a much more negative opinion of them now than I. Yeah. Well, I was had. already like, kind of there just with how they've been handling steam for the past couple of years. But, um, and then just like literally thinking about what it is they do and then getting angry and angrier, but like, they make so much money off of everything on this store. Yeah. And the only thing they can think to do with it is Dota card game, maybe a VR headset, fuck the Steam Link, fuck Steam Boxes. Like, they just, they are so fickle with the way they're like, oh, we're doing hardware now, but none of it's going to come to market except for the Steam Link and the Steam Controller, which are not great. No. And, <laughs> like, and that's the thing is like, I'm like, if anyone was going to build, if anyone was going to build like a Steam box, which by the way, they basically put the groundwork in and then said, well, we're not going to release an official Steam box. Right. It's more of a specification. It's which like, is so then, exactly what happened with HTC and the Vive. It's like, oh, the Vive the is a great piece like, of hardware, but it's HTC's hardware. It's not Valve's. And yeah, it's just, it. So what is the, like, I, what is the point to collect money off I shouldn't cards? say, I know, I know. I shouldn't say what's the point. That's like a very reductionist question, but it's more like, I know it's, it's just like, okay, so. Gabe's made his fucking money like he and that's the thing and when is I he think, even in active in the fucking leadership anymore like and you actually even think back to how Valve was founded these guys were all execs at Microsoft when they left Doug Lombardi and, and Gary uh, yeah, Newell right. were already wealthy by the time they right. left Microsoft they had no Man. you know it, it, it is really great to think of them as these pioneers and they are pioneers in some ways of the the digital storefront and and yada yada but when you look back on it from today's perspective and go oh they are they were always businessmen. Like, they were always executives in that way that, yeah. that we don't and, like and to they think just, of. Yeah. And, and they were businessmen that they just acquired the talent that, yep. that worked, right? Like, yeah, exactly. When you look at them post-Half-Life, and, like, yes, Half-Life 2 was the last great game they made, but, like, Turtle Rock and these other studios they brought in to make Left 4 Dead, to make Counter-Strike Source, to make Portal. Uh, Portal, I guess, is them, too, uh, largely. But that was a... That was, that that was, was a nar- stu- yeah. narbacular drop or whatever? Whole, that, that was an acquisition. Yeah, like, the whole notion of what that game was came from a game, you know, a, a students at, like, Full Sail or something. Ben, some might argue the last great game they kind of made was Gunman Chronicles. <laughs> yeah, some might argue that. They probably brought Some might argue that. that. That was a now, mod, though, wasn't it? That was. I, a, they put a box for... They, bought, yeah. they put a retail version they out. They did that with Counter-Strike, too. Yeah, fuck <laughs> they it. They didn't like, make fucking Counter-Strike. Nope. <laughs> or Team Fortress. Or Action Half. I mean, if you want to even really get real about Team Fortress, that's a Quake mod. That exactly. They fucking, yeah, that's but true. whatever. That's true. Why even... Man. Yeah. The, the, there's so much bad news about bigger companies, like Blizzard lean, like leaning out for yeah. some fucking reason. And and you can take the like, maybe sunnier view of like, oh, it's not Blizzard's fault. It's because Activision finally, like, their plate is empty because Call of Duty and... And stuff are not doing it. So they're like, what else do we... Oh, shit, we own Blizzard. Let's get over there and fuck shit up. <laughs> and that's the cynical way of reading it, making Activision the bad guy, which is really easy because they're... They but, are, it's not, but it's not a coincidence that like, their fucking CFO is like so closely involved. And like they exactly. hired all these... Like, they basically hired Activision people into Blizzard like yeah. in senior and financial roles. Like they're One of eh. their founding members, their CEO, Mark Morheim, who has been was like, I'm, a public face of that yeah, company was for like, a I'm very good. long time, was like, I'm out. And, you know, they had it, it. I want to say even for like a couple of weeks, they didn't know who was going to be the new CEO because yeah. even the like st- the founders who were still there were like, eh, maybe not. So, yeah, it's one of those things, again, hindsight's twenty twenty, where you see the news now and you look back and you go, OK, I guess I could see how they transition from this to this. But also hearing about like Diablo three was troubled, came out, was trouble fixed, but it took a while uh, and that they didn't have even faith in it 
Nope. They just fixed, so they just, they just moved gave on up. to the next yep. fucking thing. They just and fucking gave up. Lucky for them it was Overwatch, but also uh, now that they you know are not going to get one point nine million billion dollars off of loot boxes every year, they're now like, well, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Because that's how Activision. Diablo Immortal. What's up? Do you like tapping on your phone, Ben? Because you can do yes. it with a sorcerer Absolutely. underneath. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. Just, yeah. So it's a bummer. Yeah, because you can see these these big like used to be bastions of like they're too big to touch. Uh, they aren't, it turns out. <laughs> you know who doesn't give a fuck? Yeah. Rockstar is <laughs> just like, no, we're going to keep doing it. They actually, are, they actually are kind of still too big to touch. They're just kind of on their own bullshit in some ways that is not always great. Sometimes it's oh good. Sometimes it's bad. It is interesting, at least, in a way that I don't think Valve is or I don't think Blizzard is uh, at the moment. I hope I hope Blizzard still comes around with something because I thought Overwatch was phenomenal. Like, I, I still it's think the last, project they, the last product they made was salvaged out of a failed MMO became iconic just as far as the characters are concerned for sure. uh and is a super fun game to play still like yes. I'll, I'll i'll go to bat for that game for sure so unlike valve or some of these other companies like i think blizzard still has it to make the games it's just the environment they're in doesn't seem like it's conducive to make the games that they make which I... is these finely crafted products that take five to six years to make and that doesn't fit the yo we're a publicly traded company bobby kodak wants to know where his fucking money is <laughs> kind of company right uh, but unfortunately, they were bought by them back in 2007, so it's like it's too fucking bad. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know where Blizzard goes. I don't know where Valve goes from here. Yeah. Like, I, I know where Valve goes from here. It goes deeper into Steam and making that. Their that's what I'm saying. Like, just just of, at some point, just say fuck it. We're done. Yeah, we're done with games. Yeah, fuck Half Life. Fuck Gordon Freeman. That might be the thing that maybe galls me the most about this is is Gabe coming out at E3 and just be like, "We're making games again. Games, games, games." It's like, uh, shut up. I, I, it's not even that I don't consider Artifact a game. I do, but the way that it's like just mired with the business side of Steam, it's not disconnected in any way from its platform. Yeah. It's basically intrinsic of all the worst parts of it to me. So like, if you came out with like a game that stood apart from the platform in some way, that was like, this is a game that doesn't require Steam, it doesn't require trading place, yeah. doesn't require you to know what Dota is. It's just so that's the thing, that you, a new game from Valve Software. You couldn't talk about... You, no one was saying... No one was discussing Artifact in terms of like, oh, do you think it's going to be a good game? It's gonna be, it was the first fucking question yeah. in every article was, how is this going to be monetized? What's the trading system like? How deeply yeah. is it tied into Steam? And it's like, even more like <sighs> give and take than I would have thought. Like the idea that even you have to pay tickets to compete in multiplayer that, that, it, matches. A, I wouldn't it's have It's a dead pass. Like <laughs> as someone who is into CCGs, yeah. uh, it's a dead pass. As someone who is into Fallout, Fallout 76 was a dead pass. I was like, yeah. fuck that. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And that, like. It, I mean, the, the good thing with Fallout 76, at least, is you can go like, well, but they're still working on Starfield. They're still working on other things. And also, you know, to know that this was guess, essentially like, what they did with a studio that they bought and they didn't know what to do with. And they're like, uh, yeah, Battle Lore Studios, you were making a game that we're not actually going to release, but we're not going to get rid of you because we just acquired you. So why don't you help with this weird fucking thing we've dude, been dicking I, around with since Fallout 4 came out? It, it is. I don't know if it's just I'm older, so I don't have the time to put into it. But you're, you're older than me yeah. by a year or two. Like, yeah. and you, 76, you put your time in and yeah. And, what'd and, you get out of it? Like. I mean, it was interesting. Like, uh. is it just a, like, what does a big studio do with their first multiplayer game? Uh, but the, que- the answer to a lot of those questions is, like, not good. Like they, But it's not even a fair thing. It's, it's not really the core team. No, exactly. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not could, BGS. It, it's it not is, Todd Howard directing. It is directing the most, it is the most like, we're going to look at the warehouse. What do we have in here that we can do? Okay, yeah. so we're going to take these assets and we're going to... It feels very close to Metal Gear Survive, which was essentially like, yo, <sighs> Oof. we spent... Five Ooh. years with that crazy Kojima guy making this really good engine. Uh, we don't like games anymore, but we do own Metal Gear Solid and Castlevania and all these other things. 
So and developers will come work for why us. Why so, don't we yeah. take all our assets from the Fox engine and make a survival game? Like it, it just feels so uh, mercenary in just the way that it's like, well, we have these things, let's fucking use them. Like any without any consideration to like, is this how this should be used? Is this a thing that Fallout needs? The answer is unilaterally no. <laughs> I mean, there have been people bitching about no multiplayer in Bethesda games for a long time. So I guess that camp maybe swayed them in some way, but I can't imagine. Even after, especially after the reaction to the announcement and then E3, that they were like, oh, this is going to be great. And that was kind of the point where you're like, oh, hey, turns out that beta actually isn't a beta. It's a pre-order bonus. Uh, also, the beta is running the week Red Dead comes out because they probably don't want people to pay attention to it as much. Also, they put out a letter before the game released that said, hey, guys, we're figuring this out. Some spectacular we're bugs. We're figure it out together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that'll be two hundred dollars, please. <laughs> here's a here's a canvas bag. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> just, everything about that game went wrong. It's, and it's not. It's not even the case of just like, oh well, the nerds overreacted. It's just like you no. fucking just you just you took a machine gun and shot yourself in the foot yeah. with an entire clip. You're just, just like, like, fuck it. I don't know what happened. We're we're working through it, guys. It's just it it is it is self inflicted, and that's what I'm just like. Yeah, and same thing with artifact to an extent is just like, you, but. Yeah. I guess they, they knew. could have not they, made a multiplayer Fallout or or done it in a completely different way, especially in the year when the biggest fucking game in the world is an early access title. I don't think there's any excuse for any publisher of any size to go like, well, we're above early access. We only release finished games. It's like, well, no, you don't. You never have, Bethesda. But also, uh, in this specific case, the only way you could have salvaged this is with by saying, yo, it's not done yet. Um, and... Also, that we don't have an idea of what this is. Like, a lot of early access games, one of the defining qualities of them is not only that they're broken and janky, but a lot of them, you get in, and you're like, okay, this works, this looks nice, this is yeah. functional, but it does not feel like it has a idea of what it is. Yeah. And that's, like, something that comes together. Dead Cells is a game where, like, at the start, I played it, I was like, oh, man, this plays really good, it's really tight, it looks really great, but I don't get what the loop is. Yeah. And then when I played the final version, I'm like, they figured it out perfectly. They found the loop, they found the whole thing while developing it in early access, which is the benefit of having people constantly saying, yo, this sucks, this is good, whatever. Um, but yeah, it feels like, again, the design doc for Fallout 76 would be like a, a ream of 15 pages and you'd get to page three and it would just be blank. <laughs> I know it's Or it'd just be a Fallout boy with thumbs up yeah, on every I'm page. Just shaking my, I'm just closing my eyes and shaking my head because it's just like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. I, I get that they had to put a live game, whatever. Changing gears. Yes. Fucking waste. I don't want to spend any more fucking time talking about 76. Um, so I played... Smash, the new Smash. Ultimate. Against a 21-year-old. Hell yeah. Did you house him? Oh, no, man. I got <laughs> fucking hosed. Who would you get hosed by? Oh, God. Who is he playing, rather? Uh, What's the crocodile from Dunk? Uh, King K. Rule. King K. Rule is just fucking my day. Like, I just... Yeah, the big characters in Ultimate man. seem to, like, move fast in a way that they never used to. Uh, well, so I think part of me... So I'm a fox, like... I. By the way, I never played Melee. Yeah. I'm purely a 64 guy, which yeah, yeah. people hate. Fox is great. He's been, I love he's Fox. always been one of my favorite characters. But when you don't know how to read this, like if you don't, if you can't read someone's well, up B, like he is also incredibly easy. I mean, we're gonna get <laughs> deep into Smash, whatever. But like he is a character that is really high reward and that he does a lot of damage. He's super fast, but he can also uh, several of his moves can just completely fuck you. Yep, uh, his up B is the most. It was one well, of the riskiest. And like, his right, like the teleport thing where he goes through people. Like I've killed myself so many times just doing that near the end of a stage. Didn't know he can even do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun so one. So I, I just was like, I just had never played Smash. Yeah. A newer Smash. Like, I think I played 64 on my birthday this year. Oh, wow. And just got fucking wasted. Because I've played everyone that's come out. 
probably the least I ever played was the Wii U 3DS one. But uh, you like it though, or larger? The new yeah. one you like? The, ult- yeah. uh, the ultimate. It took right? me a little while to get my feet under me and remember that this game is floaty as shit, and air control is an illusion, and all these other things. Yeah. But uh, the hits feel really satisfying in a way that I think is great for a fighting game. I mean. I would consider, you know, platform fighter is probably the best way to describe it because it's not the rhythms of a normal fighting game. No, no, it's and, not. And, no, you know, not. characters have maybe 10 moves, if that. And yeah. it, it, it's it's very simple. And it is a massive roster that complicates things in, in subtle ways, but it is not like, yo, Guile does this, yo, Ken does this, etc. Yeah. Um, but as a, like, competitive thing... Uh, just as a like feeling fighting game, I think it's pretty cool. And and it is good to sit on a couch. Fucking yeah. funnel they shove down your throat and pour video game nostalgia from the eighties and nineties down at a incredibly uh, steady clip is definitely enough for me. Like yeah. the music, the characters they pick out, especially for the spirit mode where they're just like, hey, it's fucking piston Honda from Street Fighter or whatever. Or yeah. or yeah, they just they bring in so many weird obscure things from like. Yes, Fatal Frame was on a Nintendo console. Now one of the characters from Fatal Frame is in this game. And it's like, I haven't thought about Fatal Frame in like a decade. Well done, guys. Yeah. Um, so like that stuff makes it really enjoyable, even when I would never want to play this seriously with people because I don't think it's that interesting I, so, when so you break it down to its bare components. To, to even clarify even further, to defend my shitty play. Yeah. Uh, so my brother-in-law... Hmm. Um, was also playing competitively with friends. And was he to turn items items off? Yeah, no, he did try hard. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. of course. And like it but that is the that is the purest I actually for me. Kinda like the more I play that game, the more I either keep the items on low or don't have them at all. Because yeah. they just serve to annoy me. Yep. Generally I love the assist trophies because they're cool. Like I throw it up and get Alucard to show up. That's really fun. But uh by and large, I think the fighting itself is is fun enough. And and the way that it is, a, it's sumo wrestling. Like, the way that it's about, yeah. like, knocking people off as opposed to, like, getting good combos or juggles in, that kind of thing. It, it is I not nearly it. as complex as the original Soul Calibur, but I love, like, that's what it reminds me of, like, you can you can yeah. beat up a motherfucker or you can ring him out. Yeah. Um, and there's just something, there's something pure about it by having so yeah. simple inputs. Well, and also right? having, like, like, the smash attack be the thing that, like, is a charge thing. And it, it actually, we'll talk about it with Monster Hunter. It's this thing where when you plan and execute a strike and it feels like fucking amazing instead yeah. of just like having a bunch of flurry yeah. attacks or whatever sure. um when well, you there's a lot of like edge guarding and waiting there's like yeah. a lot of drawing people out and, and like yeah. grabs and stuff like yeah. that and, and, and knowing your character and stuff so it's like it is not mario kart in that you could hand it to anyone <laughs> and be like yeah you know drive the car and right. throw a shell at somebody like if you handed somebody smash brothers who hasn't played a uh, smash brothers that's like handing him a book in Spanish. Like, it's just, it's not gonna... Yeah. That game is so esoteric to smash. And not when, even fighting games. Once the screen starts getting fucking busy, oh, it's God. just like, what? And when it like, zooms out, like, I yeah. still lose my characters, and I've played these games since the yeah. Nintendo 64. Right. Uh, it, it is... It's really weird to me that series is as popular as it is, other than this ridiculous pro scene that exists around it. But also, I don't want to waste breath talking about. But even if you look at the sales, like because Nintendo, I think put out like it was earlier this year, they put out sales for every console and what like the top ten games were. And Smash beat Zelda almost every time it comes out. Yeah, like, it's so popular. Yeah, and I get it because like the the action figure point of like I have Captain Falcon and Kirby hitting each other. 
that makes sense that that would sell something, but like the game itself is so weird and so singular and so floaty and bizarre that it's just crazy to me. Remember PlayStation All Stars, Ben? Yeah, that's, that's a, still a thing. Been so many other like and kind it just of never, ripoffs, but never nothing stuck. There's a lot of like indie games on Steam that are like Brawl Out, I think is one. Yeah, but the, but they have like indie game characters like Binding of Isaac, and so they try to do the same thing. Yeah, but, but with, they don't have Wii Fit Trainer, so I don't give a fuck. Exactly, right? like, come I can't on. fucking like tree pose someone into death, and that's no good. Um, yeah, I ended up liking that game a lot more than I thought, especially ben, the single player, which I like a lot. Do you want to talk about Monster Hunter? I do. That's right. so good. I it was, I almost bought it. Yeah, and then I was like, I I know I know it's gonna be a fucking event, it, right? Like, yeah, it takes some. For, I mean, I so Monster Hunter is a series that I've tried to enjoy for a long time, Pre, like prior to yeah. Because yes. I remember when, when the first one came out on PS2, it was around Shadow of the Colossus, and it was this idea of like fighting big monsters and like, oh, this is cool. And I think I played it minorly on the Wii. That sounds right. Sure. Um, yeah. Was that Monster Hunter Try? Yes. Or was that Wii U? Yeah, that was the last. That was Wii, right? Um, I think that was Wii, actually. Um, and I tried it there and was just like, I don't understand any of this. And, and the old Monster Hunter games are very like, if you don't get this, this is going to be, again, like handing someone a book. I mean, their formula, language. like even more so than Dark Souls, is yeah. like, if you don't understand, like you got to sharpen your blade, you got to yeah. eat this food. And like it is. It's not even to the point where Dark Souls is like, you give you a sword and a shield and you can figure it out from there. Monster Hunter is, we gave you 40 weapons to try out. Yeah. They all have completely different movesets. Here's a list of missions, which you don't understand. Here's a list of materials, which you don't like. It is so much, uh, uh uh, stat overload in a way that, yeah. that Dark Souls isn't. And the thing that World does, I think, outside of looking great, playing with a controller, not being on handhelds for the first time in like a decade, is it also just streamlines a lot of that shit. Because A, the hardware is powerful enough that they can have the whole map. Yep. So they don't have to load in between all the different sections. But like just So is it a one continuous world? Yeah. Each, uh. There's like three maps, and each one of those maps has. She's huge, has multiple layers. And God, the first one is just enormous. I spent hours and hours playing it and then came back to it and was like, there's a tree canopy zone and all this other stuff. Um, so it's really, the, the levels are really great. Um, it looks fantastic. Um, but you never forget you're playing a monster hunter though. You no, know, it's not that, like Red Dead. It's not like Red yeah. Dead where you're, you, you're going to go out for fun and like, no, oh, it, gonna... it still has the systemic, like you're going on hunts, you're going on quests, <laughs> right. you're not, you, you don't just run out into the world through a gate and there's no load. It's very right. segmented in a Japanese style of like, all right, you're going to pick your quest. You're going to go eat food, depending on what you need for your quest to yeah. prepare. You're going to get the right weapons. And I do that. That part of the game, I think, is one of my favorite parts is the it's a you know, the Witcher gets a little bit of that if you play on the higher difficulties. But it's definitely yeah. like which they're adding Geralt into Monster Hunter, which is a, I saw. a great crossover. But, sure. Um, I mean, that's what he does. That's dude. what he does. Yeah. Exactly. But like the whole like uh, the motif of the game, this like s- steampunk pirate thing is great. It just, like, they all look like Waka from Final yes. Fantasy X. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, literally whole that whole society, the whole society is just like they saw they saw the E3 demo for Final Fantasy X. They're like, nope, yes, that's it. That is it. Fucking this is it. Finally. We're gonna be all Waka now. Yeah, and they, they nail it. It's great. The music, like just their vehicles, their the, all the armor of the the palicos and the poogies. The I do love things. the palicos. A part of me just wishes that they could just do the same thing, but in like the Fantasy Star universe. Like I mean, so I would that, love that. I would say better. Out of all the games I can think of that Monster Hunter World. Reminds me of its fantasy, it's fantasy star. star, right? Like, yeah. But it, fantasy star even then is still more. It still resembles Diablo more. Like, the, yeah. I'm talking Diablo one. Yeah. Like going way and, the fuck. Back. And PSO was very much about boss runs yep. and repeating dungeons. Yes. And, and, and so this is different because you know it gets to the <laughs> boss run area towards the end. But yeah, you it, don't have a palico. You have a, a mag and yeah. fantasy star. Like 
There are parallels. Who did, who did Fantasy Star? And you like get a party and deploy. You don't just run right. out into the world right. or teleport to a friend or right. whatever. Um, um, so like part of me is just like, oh god, if maybe it was more sci-fi or maybe it was yeah, yeah. I, they've done. But like, I feel like they've done spinoffs of Monster Hunter that are more sci-fi, but I don't. Yeah. Know. But but like I said, like the the the, the regimen going through that is. Yeah. Y- if you like it, it's going to be Yeah, great. and what I think World does that's so great, because the last one I played and tried was Monster Hunter Generations Alt- no, 4 Ultimate on the 3DS. So not that long ago, but it still adhered to the, like, <laughs> town is basically a menu. Uh, right, it, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, when right. you get out on the hunt, you have to, like, it will ease you in so far that oh, you're fighting a Jagras first, which is really easy, but it doesn't tell you about, like, paintballs that you have to put on stuff when they run yeah. away. It doesn't tell you you have to bring whetstones to sharpen your shit. It doesn't tell you you have to pick up the fucking map before you leave yeah. or else you won't have a fucking in-game map. Like, there's just so many things that are like, I can see why that's a system as far as preparation, which is a big part of that game, but it's also stupid. Like, it's just, it's so outside of what video games do. It's just annoying. It's like... It's like managing your encumbrance in Fallout in some ways. It's like, yes, I guess why this, get why this is here, but also this is tedious, and it's never not been tedious. And it's yeah. partially because their menu system sucks. Uh, I also I, if think, they, if the, I was thinking this as I was playing Fallout 4. Yeah. If the next fucking Fallout has a fucking PIP-based interface, <laughs> I think I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, and what if that... Because I'm fucking over it. What if that PIP-based interface didn't pause the game anymore? Like, yeah, dude, instance, I'm over it. a multiplayer it, game. It, it takes up maybe a, like a postage stamp of the fuck... Dude. Yeah. I mean, uh, oh I will say, at God. least in 76, they let you make it into, like, the hologram, like, the power armor, so it doesn't you don't have to pull your wrist up to see it. That's, they but, should have done the beginning. Dude, I, I can't. The moment I was like, oh, you kept the same menu they, in an online game, you fucking crazy They bastards. need to go back to Morrowind. Right. Let me drag out the windows. Yes. Like, cut, like... Yeah, this is a fucking PC game. Treat, that, like right, like that was a on. weird sidebar when I went back to Morrowind God. briefly this year. And was like, fuck, this interface is actually really good. Like, I liked it <laughs> compared to what Skyrim and the other ones where they were just very much for a controller <sighs> and for a TV screen more, where they can only fit oh, like, five things on screen. Yes, more. and so I, I had, I've had really good experiences with um, running Steam Link on my like uh, not yeah. too good laptop but it's hardwired right 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 it's got an i5 like an older generation i5 it runs great like i was playing stream video i was playing skater xl i Uh think i talked to you a little bit about it right the skatish Um, game and no and like that's a fairly input intensive game like is you have to catch a board yeah works fine fallout 4 same thing i mean fallout 4 is you know almost makes me wish i would have bought one of those 25 cent steam links before they threw them all in the ocean or whatever the fuck i I say probably not i say if you have a built computer like even a a oh right because you can do the app now right? right so that's what i was doing so even if you have a beefier laptop, yeah, that's why they got rid of it. Just run it, run it through Steam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I digress. Anyway, so yeah, I, I think the stuff that that largely makes Hunter uh, Monster Hunter World so much better at easing you into that fucking rigmarole <laughs> of what Monster Hunter becomes. Because I get it all now. I totally get it all. Yeah. Like I know what I know weaknesses. I know how to research monsters. I know how to get the right food for where I'm going. I know how to match my armor correctly. I know what needs to be known. I'm sure there's stuff I don't know, but. I feel very comfortable playing that game now. And I feel like the campaign for a world does ease you into it very well. Like, it, it you do have a, a person who literally talks to you about a bunch of shit that the old games never told you. Yeah. But you have this thing called scout flies, which are these little green flies that will... These green glowing things that will fly off of you towards objects you can interact with, tracks for monsters. Once you've tracked, are these, are these like an item, or are these just they're just a thing? You can just turn them prompts, off. basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're right. basically like a breadcrumb trail of fall. Okay, kind of okay. like uh, Fable had the breadcrumb trail. Oh it's my a little god! Bit like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's much more like, hey, there's something you can interact with. Hey, here's a monster track, and the thing is like, in old Monster Hunter, you would have to find the monster, 
mark it and then you could track it around the map because the thing monster hunters when you fight something it runs away eventually uh yes which is oh my god yeah yeah the other thing i oh learned my about god, this game, ben. i used to think that was the worst i was like yeah, oh this oh, is you just so brought back all these fucking horrible memories and i used to think like this is such an awful design decision it just makes these bullet spongy shitty enemies that you just hit a bunch and they run away and it's so annoying and i finally got it with this game because what it does is it creates these incredibly i think intense hunts once you start getting into the ones that like then 45 minutes on and you feel like a billion dollars when you finish them. Yeah. Um, but it makes it so they're not repetitive because in world, at least when they go to different areas, different shit is there there. they might cross paths with another monster. There's a monster in the second area that is like pretty weak when he's on dry land, but if he gets near mud, he can roll around in the mud and it hardens on him and makes a, uh, it makes a, uh, a shell, a shell yeah. and you can rinse it off with water ammo uh, or you can just try and beat it off him, and then eventually he leads to another area where he's underwater and he can do other attacks. So, like, it makes the stages of the boss battle uh, that you would normally have in, like, oh, his form changed or whatever. Yeah. And instead you get this, like, great ebb and flow of, like, oh, this is intense, great, oh, my God, he's attacking, he's attacking, oh, no, another thing showed up, I get a chance to go back and sharpen while they're fighting, and then they ran off, and I have to go find them, and, and in between that you can, you know, do some harvesting on the way, you can... Uh, there's all sorts of stuff in the world to do along the way, which I think is really uh, helpful also to make it feel, but it feels like a big adventure, like because it has ebbs and flows of like huge intensity and then the downtime in between the two. And when you sneak up on them and they're sleeping and you're like, all right, well, I'm just going to set a bunch of bombs around their head and then wake them up like this. Like there's so much opportunity for player planning in that game that I, I, I think they finally nailed what I think that's the best thing about that game is the idea of, pulling out your monster manual, go in and be like, okay, they're weak to this. This is the part that gets this. And like planning what you're going to do before you even get into the fight. And yeah. then on top of that, the fighting feels so fucking good. Like, and it probably is more dependent on which weapon you're using. Because there's 17 weapons in that game and they all have their own all different move sets. Right? Yeah, they yeah, are yeah. almost their own games in certain cases. Just the, uh, you know, layers of systems and attacks that you can build up and stuff. If, if I want to just go pure range, could I Could I do that? Yeah, the bow is awesome. It's yeah. like my favorite, uh, one of my favorite weapons. Uh, I, I love the Insect Glaive, which is this like staff with a blade on top and you can flip around in the air and it's all fucking awesome. You can spin around. It just, it looks great and you can mount monsters like really easily, which is, there, is really fun. Are there guns? Yeah, there's there are guns. guns. There's there's arrow guns. There's a gun lance, which is a sword yeah. with a gun in it. Um, there's all sorts of cool shit there. But, um, and then the insect glaive also has this insect creature on your arm that you can shoot off. All right. And it collects different colored nectar from different parts of each monster. So the tail gives you white nectar, the head gives you orange, whatever. And if you get all three, you get like a whole new state, a uh, whole new tier of attacks. You just fucking rip shit. I, like it is that, that, lo- that weapon is not like a great beginner's weapon because it's very, fairly complicated. Yeah. I don't think I figured out how the nectar thing worked until about like 30, 40 hours in. But. Uh, just the flipping around the like again planning a hit and having it contact and seeing a fucking like massive dragon face plant because your fucking hordes your sword hit him so hard in the face or you knock him so hard their horn falls off and like just yeah. the the feedback you get from the hits and hits on you and all this other stuff just feels so fucking satisfying it is very much like using a big heavy weapon in Dark Souls where oh, you God. have to get that yeah. wind of timing down but when you do and you just run into a group of scrub enemies and just like you know, baseball bat him off the level. It just feels great. It's great. And that, that game hones in on that so much because there are maybe only like three or four types of monsters. There's like small land gang, big land monsters, flying monsters and underwater monsters. That's about it. But the, the, the amount of different attacks, different weaknesses, different environmental effects, 
all these other things come together to make that game. Like, I, you know, I did not, I, I thought I would play it sometimes and, and, and maybe get a little bit into it just like I did with ultimate. But like I put, I looked at my clock earlier this week. I put 60, 75 hours in that game. Goddamn son. And not much of it in multiplayer. I enjoy it multiplayer and it is really cool in multiplayer. Cause you can just like the monster AI doesn't actually really work <laughs> with four people. Like it doesn't yeah. really know where to focus, but it's really fun. Cause you just fucking house them. Yeah. It's really great. I mean, that's satisfying. In its own yeah, way. exactly. Um, so like, it's a game that I also would say to people, if you're like, Oh, I don't have anyone to play it with. Like, don't worry. The campaign is, actually probably better single player and you have a palico bro yeah your palico bros there and all the way did the you make your cat one of your cats oh yeah, yeah yeah of course one of my cats is totally my palico. yeah though my palico looks like Mega Man and has for a long time because <laughs> there was special event armor speaking of a live game uh that made him look like an 8-bit voxel Mega Man, yeah. which is great so i haven't seen the palico in a long time but uh that game just like it, it was a great feeling of having a series that i've always admired in some ways and being like, oh, I finally get this. I yeah. finally fucking get why people love this game so much. Because it feels so good when you fu- when you prepare for a quest and you just nail it. It feels Yeah, awesome. I mean, I felt the same way about Demon Souls. I couldn't play it because I didn't have yeah. a PS3. And then, like, I, wa- I religiously watched, yeah. like, Dark Souls being played. I had the played. Same, similar thing with Dark Souls where when I finally clicked with it, like, oh, this yeah, is what and, people get out of it. And when I fell for it, it this is yeah. a game I don't... And, I mean, if you want to really be, like, derogatory, you'd be like, it's a character action game with yeah. RPG elements. Yeah. If you really wanted to be, but, like, it's not, you know, it's yeah. not. But then you pull up the stats window and, yeah, and then shit and then you, but and it's you, great. When you get it, <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. All right, yeah. And I, I worry that, like, I mean, whatever. I shouldn't worry about what I play it. I put another fucking 60 hours in Fallout 3. Yeah. Or Fallout 4, rather. Um, maybe. We'll see. Maybe yeah. for the spring sale. <laughs> we'll maybe see, for yeah. the spring sale. Um, do you want to talk about 2019, Ben? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just real quick to cap this thing out. Although, one quick other shout out. Mm. Uh, Oberdin's so good, dude. Like, I know, I know. I, know. I gotta talk to you about it. But I have like, to, I have it. If it I wasn't, gave Lucas Pope his money for making Red, it. If Red Dead wasn't this, like, Titanic thing, I actually think Oberdin was probably the game I enjoyed thoroughly, unilaterally the most yeah. the entire year. It's it's a brief experience. It's not really as big. But, man, I've never seen a fucking whodunit game ever done like that. Like, I've seen adventure games that mask as detective games yeah but, but use the item matching yeah, kind of no. mad lib shit this is this is a different this is something yeah. else entirely like it's a really cool thing especially when you play video games as much or as long as we have to see something that's like i don't know what else that is i, I expect us i, I gotta i gotta yeah. commit to it but once i do we will have a good, yeah, a good long conversation because about it. yeah the, the story parts of it it's not really yeah we should talk about it when we finish but that came ben, okay 2019 2019 what's happening you tell me. Uh, I don't even know. Like, I feel shell-shocked from this fucking vacation I, I took. I think the biggest thing on the horizon for me is Metro Exodus, which is new game from... I don't fucking know what that studio is called anymore. But the people what made Metro 1 and 2 yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. a lot of former Stalker people, yeah. too. And this is an open world... <laughs> uh, yo, we're going to leave the Metro system and see what else is out there. And it's like, thank God. I, I like the Metro idea. I'm, I'm so curious. But after... Did you play Last Light or... Nope. Okay, so... Metro One's cool. It's a pretty bad shooter with a lot of monster shit that is like not good. Um, but like the the world is really cool. The idea of the Metro being this like teeming kind of like yeah. weird underground civilization is great. Um, they 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 like tease at these big cities that you never see because they didn't have the budget to make them. Um, but then Last Light comes along, which is the second one, much bigger budget. Uh, but really just leads into like, well, there's one of the stations that's Nazis and they hate <laughs> the communists and it's just <laughs> World War II happening again in a tunnel. It's pretty lame and I don't like the 
all the stuff that's cool that happens in the last life happens outside of the metro. So like hearing in this one that they're like, no, we're just leaving the metro and you're going to be out in the wasteland completely. I'm like, yes. Even with the like air filter management and stuff that kind of made the uh, outside bits in metro a little like there, you can't sit around and just look. Right. At stuff. It's not fallout where you're rummaging through every door and stuff. It's you're trying to get like, yo, we got on the surface to get down this other place, but we don't want to stay up there because it's fun. Right. And I, I am really curious to it, see. It's how open they, world. You said, yeah, that's huh. what. And you're, so it's open world in that you, I think it's big open maps and yeah. you're on basically the idea is you're on a train that left a metro and is going out as far as the line goes. Oh my so God. it's like a road trip kind of. And so I, I don't know that the whole thing is one big open world, but I believe it stages along and has big open areas. So maybe closer to like the new Tomb Raiders or something like that. Interesting. Um, but either way, like that series has been, I, I really love Eastern European shooters always have since stalker because they're so weird yeah. and such a different environment, such a different feel. Um, you know, it, I like Fallout a lot, and it has its definite thing. That retro future thing is their thing, and they fucking harp on it so much, uh, almost to the point where I might be getting tired of it. Um, but the like, they need to go full anthology. The kind of like, they need to go full anthology with rust Fallout. punk like stalker thing, which Metro continues this idea of like, oh, you have a flashlight. But you got to hand crank it. You have, uh, you know, you can change out your your gun is, you know, the pipe guns from Fallout 4 are directly stolen from Metro. Like that idea really? of just taking a bunch of like things that would kind of function <laughs> like a gun and screw right. them together yeah, yeah. is absolutely te- is Metro. Huh. And uh, the Fallout 4 ones are also super like pristine in a way that I don't like. The ones in Metro is just like, especially the first one where your guns would just jam all yep. the time and stuff. It just really sells this idea of like everything is desperate here. Like th- we are working on scraps of scraps, and I mean that is a very Eastern European slash Russian exactly, attitude yeah, towards yeah. life. Um, and so I think it's funny. And it just it it like the, the winter and also like their tech for that game looks really nice. Like just the the outdoor environments and stuff. So I am I'm pretty excited for that. That's probably the first thing I can think of. I'm excited for Ooblets. Ooblets. Have you heard of Ooblets? I feel like I have, but. What, what I, I want to say Double Fine is producing it, but it basically it's a yeah, cartoony. Okay. Um, uh, it's kind of like a town simulator, similar to Stardew Valley. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you grow these basically Pokemon called Ooblets. I think I've seen some of this. And you grow them, and they do dance moves to each other, and that is how they fight. This sounds like a great game. And you can dress your character up. You can put sweaters on her. You can put like cute cat hats on her. You can talk to people in town. It sounds great. I'm very excited for it. It is. I thought it was going to come out last fall. It didn't. So yeah, that's I, my... That um, was one that I almost thought... Shout like, out. I think it came out already, but maybe not. No. But sadly, I, I followed yeah. him on Twitter. It is not out. I'm trying to bring up Steam because I... Yeah. What the fuck else? I want, I'm want. i going to play the new Far... I know I'm going to buy the new Far Cry. Yeah. Because I'm a big sucker. I just... I have to see how they... Oh, Ben. Kingdom Come Deliverance. Oh, good. Finally. I heard that game still has like you massive can, save-destroying bugs on top of other things. But you can it. kill but, all the beta cucks. Okay, good. Right? Well, that's good. We want to make sure that, that uh, yeah, that's a Resident Evil 2 remake comes out at the end of the month. That looks cool. I'm a fan uh, of Resident Evil 2. I have not, I have not put serious time into X4. Oh right, um, I bought Year's it. Revolution. I briefly played it, and I was like, "Ben, look at all, look at this <laughs> fucking." I, I think I just I brought up a list of all the entities in the system, and it yeah. was just literally blew out the screen, and I was just like, "Yep." Um, all four and back away. So slowly. I haven't committed to that, and this for the same reason I didn't buy Monster Hunter. I was like, I got too much. Fucking shit. Yeah. I'm beating Pillars of Eternity, the expansion. I beat the game. Cool, cool. Solid. Finally, um, you'll get to two at some point next year. <laughs> I, I just feel no need to. I'm 
I, I don't see, know. Two always seemed way more interesting. To me but you're a pirate. Of the pirate ship. Yeah, you're a, yeah, fi- yeah. a fucking Pirates pirate ship, awesome. man. That's like you're basically. Oh my god, I got to play Andromeda. I'll probably play that soon. <laughs> so that's weird. Fucking thing. I've definitely seen it. that game for like three dollars. I'm like, I should because I care so much about Mass Effect, but also. If I just ignore it, maybe it'll go away eventually. I want to see it. I want to. I want to. I, I yeah. want to see the body. My intellectual curiosity of like, what does a bad Dragon Age Inquisition slash Mass Effect look like? So what? Oh, there was a guy, uh, the fucking bank robber there. Not Al Capone, but uh, not Babyface Nelson mm. Dillinger. Yeah, yeah. So there's that famous mo- photo of him, uh, and they're like, "Look how bi- he's got a boner and he's dead." Yeah, and it's like that morgue photo, oh, yeah, and you're yeah. like. I can't tell. I wish I was actually there to look at the corpse, and yeah. that—that's Andromeda. Yeah, yeah. Is that Dill- I, that picture of Dillinger? And have it's, to know I if was that like, boner was real. I was like, three bucks? Fuck them. Yeah. yeah, I want to see Capone's vault and or Dillinger's. And who weird- knows? Maybe the weird side effect is they're all sitting around at fucking Edmonton Bioware, and they're like, we hit it. They they bought enough Mass Effects. We can make another someone one. Someone from New Hampshire bought John, it. John did it. John Lynch saved Mass I, Effect. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it's going to be an interesting... Um, I heard the UI is fucking awful. Yeah. Obviously, the animations are bad. Uh, I only saw it around launch and then kind of was just like, I can't, I can't be with you right now, Mass Effect. And then I walked off into the sunset. I have to say, Ben... <laughs> I want I want Schreier's story. I want Jason Schreier's fucking story about 76. Okay. I want to know. I, I want to uh, fucking know. Say about like, no. Hey, I no. No. <laughs> I want I after I have Pixels Blood what is it, Blood Sweat and Pixels? Yeah, yeah. I want that for 76. I want to fucking know. Yeah, and he's he did great. a great job with Diablo. Yeah. Explaining why like and it, it all made sense and I want to know. I have so many burning fucking questions I about really 76. I really would like to know what 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 all happened with that thing um because it is just a because we know we know we know the end product obviously but a, i want to know it's a crazy idea that that would even succeed as a full price market thing and i want to know, know i know what i want to know what they think like did yeah is some bean kind of like no we made our money back yeah they must have right? they must have i mean like so the thing about the fallout name is it is enough for probably a couple million people yes to and, order it. right and unfortunately that they know that and so yeah. That's what they did, and so that's why it's hard not to look at that game very cynically. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think about the other big things next year. I mean, theoretically, there's a the Metroid Prime Four might appear at some point. Oh my god, really? That's been announced for like three years now. We'll uh, new we'll an- new Animal Crossing would be cool um, on Switch. I'm trying to think of other. Isn't the real? No offense, the real Pokemon coming out. Yeah, real, real, like Pokemon. a real, real Pokemon no, for Switch. From what I've heard, let's go. Yeah, whatever. Yes, I shouldn't. It's supposed I, to be yes, pretty good, but it's, it's a remake of yes. the old with uh, Team Rocket, the GBA and, ones, yeah, yeah. Or, or Yellow, I think specifically. But um, there's a lot of maybes for me. Like I hope Last of Us Two comes out next year. It would be fucking crazy <laughs> if it didn't. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to. They that. They like waiting to the last, like the very end of a generation. Yeah. Well, so. and the weird thing Sony has is they have two fucking zombie games because they have Days Gone, which is the old. Uh, Sony Benz, which is a UK studio, I think. I don't actually know what else they've really made outside of some PSN games, but that game has been around for like three or four years, and it's like an open-world zombie survival game, which when they announced it probably seemed very novel, but now, uh, you know, it must suck for those guys because they're like, we're the other zombie game because Last of Us is a much bigger deal, and it's a Sony-published thing, so they're going to finish it. But I think Dying Light 2 might be coming out. Yeah, Dying Light 2 looks cool. Which was fine. I I wanted to like Dying Light a lot more than I ever did. Um, It just never clicked with me. Like, I just... Uh, everything breaking all the time is nope like I love, fucking deal breaker I love me some parkour I love the idea that zombies are hot lava and you don't actually want to run through the fucking crowd yeah but it's not but but the combat in the game is so fucking brainless and the special infected are all just ripoffs from Left 4 Dead that don't really work that well yeah. in this kid. like uh, yeah 
We could go specifically, but either way. I, I put 25 hours in or something, and I was like, all right. I, I, you know. I would check out Dying Light 2 theoretically just because I like the idea of what they were going for. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's like a nebulous thing. Like, Anthem's going to come out. We have no idea what the fuck that is. Um, I, do we know exactly what that is? It's fucking, it's a loot shooter. But like whether or not it plays any good, I guess, uh, is the question. And also. I didn't play, I didn't play Bioware games because they feel fucking amazing. I scuttle- played by, like, right, like. Hey! Mass Effect 2 and 3, I think, feel Mass Effect 2 good. felt amazing. 2 and 3, Fine. I think, both I, feel very good as coverage. I came games. around on Inquisition, yeah. ultimately. I but came around on it. It's true. But. The gameplay in Inquisition is not good. No, like, the, like, the, the, the tactical I, combat I don't, is I don't like running good. around pinging my fucking radar looking for plants, Ben. Like, yeah. I don't, right? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm playing it to find out why, you know, like, my companions. That, and, I think the bigger problem with the Bioware stuff is, like, yes, as an action game maker with Mass Effect 2 and 3, they did very well, but... Everything else where they moved away from their turn-based queue up, like tactical stuff, has yeah. been a bad idea. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I I don't know other stuff. I'm trying to think of other big things, but I can't. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just saying me personally, not like not yeah. in fa- like or you personally. Theoretically, I- Doom Eternal will be out next year. Theoretically, so, but like a lot of those games that they announced, Steady Three don't have dates. So nope. Rage Two will come out. I'm curious as hell to see what the <laughs> fuck that is. That Far Cry when they did Far Cry New Dawn, they must be like, we're getting that fucking yeah. pink yeah. hot pink uh, pink, Armageddon. pink powder stuff. Yeah. Which, to be fair, Far Cry Four already had on every menu yeah. screen. But <laughs> but like this is post apocalyptic. Like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, post apocalyptic we'll uh, rave time is definitely I'm, I want to know what they do with Rage I am find very curious both because post Doom uh, a like post Fun Doom post Fun post Doom post Fun Doom a, dude like because the thing about Rage is it was a weird like oh the shooting's really good but the open but world is awful it's awful everything's brown yeah everything's brown or gray it's super it just boring. looks horrible so if you take a developer who makes open world games like Avalanche which you know they got a spotty track I think Just Cross 2 is a great game I think everything else they've made is okay I like Mad Max for things <sighs> but I don't like it that much I played Mad Max just to bring yeah. myself up to speed got so sick of it but at the very least Mad Max is a better open world game than Rage was yep, absolutely. <laughs> so if and, they and can I, take that vehicle stuff and put it into yes. a like really good first person shooter like, to their credit I beat I beat Mad Max yeah 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 it I, was fine I it, that game mechanically should have bored me way quicker than it did but the visuals and like some of the chunkiness of the combat and the car stuff especially I think the car combat yeah ev- the way the dwarfed everything on foot is so good dwarfed yeah. everything on foot yeah the problem is like half of that game is a Batman game which is not where uh. it should have been but uh yeah so we'll see 2019 it'll happen whether we like it or not i hope we get a new pokemon trading card game on uh switch yep because i love the gba i love the game boy version they gotta put more stuff out for switch at some point and they can't just rely on releases re-releases of indie games forever look man uh the home i don't know if you've homebrewed your switch but they have a they get open gl working so they get a fucking really good like uh racing will be happening oh yeah they're gonna get the art they're gonna get rtx technologies (laughs) massive Do you think they're going to show us anything about the next fucking Elder Scrolls? Uh, no. No, probably no, they not. Will right. sh- they showed us that trailer. And that I, was enough. If they want to fucking make good next year at their E3 press conference, they should show Starfield pretty much the whole time and maybe apologize for 76 in some way or shape or form. Maybe by then the game will be there. It's, it's going it to be all a, out. It's going to be a bashful Todd Howard comes out and he's like, I, you know, or no, I guess hey Pete Hines. Or, hey, I'm, 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 I'm like, Actually, Starfield <sighs> was Fallout 76. He just, yeah. <laughs> it's like sweet leather jacket. Uh, sorry guys maybe this will be the year gabe that newell, one got away with us <laughs> gabe newell will announce um Rick, ricochet 3d or hd whipping knives yep. into the audience when he comes out on yep. stage close knives i hope he's like all right uh we did half half-life uh, deathmatch classic that's what you wanted right we're doing the hd uh, reboot remaster well, and i am actually curious to see what the hell e3 is this year because sony pulled out 
because they don't really have anything to show you know that's what, not man, new. Maybe it's time to let E3 die again. I think it probably is. Probably like because uh, Sony uh, Nintendo is just going to stream a bunch of Smash Brothers patch notes again. Yep. <laughs> so we'll just we can watch that from the comfort of our own home. Um, I don't know. It's, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's a weird year because I think new console stuff will probably start bubbling up. <laughs> In 2020, that's the, that's the scuttlebutt I've heard. Yeah, I mean, um, that, that's what everyone's basically on the same page about. The thing is, like, it's but not... But what do we do for this year in between? Um, and, like, yeah, we're not going to see Cyberpunk next year. We're not going to see oh, some of the don't even... biggest shit. I didn't want to bring up Cyberpunk because we could just spend a whole episode talking about Cyberpunk. Yeah, but It's possible. But, no, I mean, mm. why not put it out in 2020? Why not? Why not? At this point, why I not? Know. I mean, I know why not. I want to play it right now, but that's... Beside the point, we'll say yeah. So, but the thing is, it's not going to be a generational jump because it's x eighty six or x eighty six x sixty four. Like, and for us who kind of primarily play on PC, it will be even a, a lesser thing. Yeah, but I, the way that game big game franchises and announcements do come around with console cycles. So, um, we'll say it'll be interesting. Yeah, because there's other things like I really want to see a sequel to God of War. I really want to see a sequel to Spider Man, but neither <laughs> of those are going to even exist before the next couple. Spider Verse uh, based. How fucking amazing would they that be? They just put that suit in the new one. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. fucking A, man. All right, man. I think that is it. That is our 2018 roundup and That's 2019 right. uh, tea leaves reading. Talking about games we liked, games we didn't like, <laughs> Fallout 76, things that happened. It'll be a weird... I, it was a weird year. It'll be a weird one next year. <laughs> yeah, Fallout 76 is in the barrel, unfortunately. They're fucking in there, and we're just yep. going to wail on them. Well, and, and you know, they're going to keep live gaming that thing up and keep supporting it they keep talking a big game about like yo we got factions and vaults are gonna open and blah 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 but i don't know i'll believe it when i see it same especially the vaults thing that seems on the one hand the vaults are almost always told in fallout games through audio logs and shit you find they're not generally like Basically, quests. yeah and the ones that are quests kind of suck especially the ones in fallout 4 except for the one in far harbor that one rocks the one with all don't the people all the rich people yeah put their brains so in good it. oh it's so good that's great but that was yeah. straight up basically stolen from from Old World Blues, Old which World Blues. is better actually. Uh, I think just the amount of wacky robots they have. But I literally did a vault to end on a bad note. I guess I literally <laughs> did a vault in Vault Four that I was so fucking forgettable. Basically, it's why the Gunners exist. Yeah, man, that and one. that vault fucking sucked. Like that, it was I, terrible. The first vault I found where it's like the experiment. I forget what's Vault Eighty One. I think um, I'm like, oh good, here we go. Vaults, the fucking meat and potatoes of any Fallout game. And I'm like, wow, that was really boring and like two hours of quest, just dialogue, but not good. Uh, and then, yeah, the Gunner one is boring. I actually can't think of any good ones from 4. The one mm. from 4 that is good is the one in Far Harbor. And then, yeah, just looking at when I was dicking around New Vegas and looking at those vaults and being like, oh, I remember that one. I remember that one. I remember that one. I remember yeah. that one. I, I, also, there's more than three. So that's something. Yeah. Um, no, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, Ben, take us out. We are out. Thank you.